Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Wife decides to leave husband after he kept annoying her using baby talk for almost a year. Aww, imagine, that so be- sad. imagine that being the final straw in your relationship. The poor widow here's, wifey. here's why it was the final straw. Because it was just to win a bet. Yeah. Wait, between the two of them? No. Oh. We'll get it. I mean, I could spoil it if you okay, want. Okay, but for, I just have to try this. The Ward Webwin Dr. Captain Kickass. That doesn't really work in baby talk. The Wayne in Spain falls mainly on the plane. Insane the Wayne, in the membrane? Insane in the brain. So these are, uh, this is, uh, it's going to be weird as I read this okay, because they don't have the wait actual names. So according to the headline, though, this guy did this for a year. Almost a year. <laughs> To win a bet. You can't even do it for like three minutes. <laughs> well, it's because you had no stake in the game, Captain. <laughs> That's true. This dude had to win a bet. Mm, and when you, got, when you have to win a bet, this is the kind of lengths you go to. Nice char-grilled steak. What kind of what kind of steak do you order usually? Medium rare. Okay. I mean, by like ribeye, porterhouse? Um, I, I like the filet, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. Otherwise, it's porterhouse. Porterhouse gets you the filet. It does. Yeah. 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 You, you, and, and then some. And then some. Yeah. You know, so it's not just the filet. Yeah. That's why. Who, who would order just the filet? Just get the porterhouse. Me. Uh, especially if it's bacon wrapped. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about this. Oh, you said steak in the game. I, I had said steak yeah. in the game. The woman and her husband recently visited a grocery store. And while in the middle of their shopping, he started acting like a kid, running and screaming in baby talk when he spotted ice cream. The woman revealed she then asked her husband to either start acting like an adult or she would leave him there. Unfortunately, he didn't see anything wrong and blamed the wife for not being fun. So she left him in the store as she couldn't deal with the situation anymore. I've, I've seen parents actually do this to like their their children. Oh, like, yeah. You know, not, not an act, right? Or at least, you know, not for adults anyway. But like, sure. you know, kids getting out of hand. And then, but the kid is talking in baby talk. It's a kid, right? Yeah, you know, I think it's acceptable that. if a kid, if a baby's talking in baby talk. But then the the mom turns on and if you don't shape up, I'm going to leave you here in the store. You know, yeah, seen that happen. But then you got to do it because then they realize you're, the, you know, yeah. the threat has no weight. Yeah. The follow through is very important yeah. in those circumstances. <clears throat> Due to the grocery incident, the man demanded an apology from his wife. In baby talk? <laughs> Probably. Because, like, there's got to be video of this, man. But she Why is di- there no video? But she disagreed as she, felt, uh, as she felt he embarrassed her. The author of the post was concerned about the case of such attitude, thinking the man may have some problems with his mental health. What did they bet, right? And, like, for yeah. me, I'm thinking it's got to be something really expensive or rare to, like, you know. A year of doing this, right? That's going to get annoying, you know. Also, kind of difficult, you know. Props to him, man. That kind of thing. And then, Can you create a habit that you do for a whole year? And then the other thing I thought, this is the internet age, like something like this would probably make for good entertainment for the duration, you know, that the guy could, could keep it up, right? You know, the, the, If his continue. wife had a sense of humor instead of being this curmudgeon or you know at the point when she realized he might be able to pull this off like okay you know start videotaping this uh set up some sort of youtube thing monetize it etc and so on 
You, well, you got to remember, up until this point, she doesn't know that it's a bet. I know. I love how it. She has no idea why he's doing it. It got to the point where she was about to oh, sign him up part. for therapy. I missed that part. I thought that, that she was in on no, it. No, she's not in on it Uh-oh. at all. Like uh, the, Surprise! Yeah, she right. was like, I think there's something wrong with you and you should probably go see a therapist. So, and he's like, nah, it's just a joke. Chill some, out. Some of the feedback from the Reddit was like, he may have past trauma. This might be a mental health thing. I and mean, this is his way of expressing it. When we talked about this whole Russia-Ukraine thing, it's important for us to put ourselves in the shoes of Vladimir Putin and Russia. But like, what are they going through right now? And how would we react well, if we were in those positions? I mean, to me... It sounds like all these politicians that are getting involved here and everybody's spouting their opinion and, you know, is the U.S. going to join in or sanctions or, you know, everybody's piping in, right? All the leaders of nations, NATO, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They're all piping in Uh, and they're all acting like babies. Oh, that's what, right. a, what a transition! You uh, you trampled on my you you violated my border or whatever, right? You know whatever the excuse is that they're looking for, they are literally acting like babies. This is 2022. We have the internet, we have cryptocurrency, we have instant communications. You know, somebody somewhere from anywhere on the globe where there's a cell phone tower can literally talk to me right now. At 603-283-6160, if they so choose. And, like, I could get a text from anywhere. It, it, like, information travels so fast that we should be beyond the desire yeah, to, to hit people, to steal from them, to drop bombs on them for any reason. You know, where where are the people calling for diplomacy here? I don't, I don't find them anywhere. Well, okay. Di- Diplomacy's kind of out the window because there's already an aggressive attack, right? Yeah. And I mean, that's what blows my mind. I mean, we should be so far past this. Yes. Are you fork and pork? Pork and fork or just pork? Yeah, I'm going full both weeks. Pork and fork? Yeah, pork nice. and fork. Nice. You hear that? Uh, uh, or wait, are you vegan or vegetarian? Vegan, yeah. A vegan is going to pork and fork. Heck yeah. Nice. Pork and pork? Well done. You're not coming, are you? Probably not. Okay. Lame. Definitely lame. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> like, they tell me I went to the wrong one as my first one. And yet, that is the what one it? that stands out in my mind. Wait, what do you mean by this? Who tells? And why would you listen to them? Because they have experience. Like my my first experience at Porkfest, okay, was yes. not all that enjoyable. And I went. I spent money on this, and I'm not getting my value. Yep. And so they're like, "Are you going next year?" I'm like, "No. Why would I? Why would I do that?" Which wait, which Porkfest did you go to? What year? Ah, uh, twenty. 19, I think. When year did I get here? I got here September 2018, so the yeah. first Pork Fest was Well, Fork Fest is different, so it try is. Fork Fest. It is the after and party. we'll be there, and we're cool, so. Totally. Yeah. It, it's way more chill. There's no, like, really nothing is organized. Uh, things will happen spontaneously sometimes, it. you know, and all that kind of thing. Combustion. So. So, yes, combustion does happen <laughs> spontaneously sometimes. It's true. But the, after the fact, they're like, well, that one really wasn't that good. Yeah. Right. The people who were like had been to many like, yeah, yeah you came to the wrong one. That's first. really convincing. Right. OK. So does that mean this one's going to be good? I don't know. Yes, it does. For what prize? What was he going to win that he was willing Wait, to jeopardize his marriage? It's got to be super valuable, though. Right. Like a million something dollars. Rare, like like an autograph, something or like a, a, a Banksy painting or Something like, yeah. A car. A brand new car. You right. just want a free trip to Bermuda. Yeah. The showcase showdown or something, yeah. right? 
Signed baseball. By who? I don't know. Doesn't say yet. Oh. A baseball. Okay. A so baseball. I would definitely baseball. divorce him. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> so. Baby talk for a year and you get a signed baseball. I thought he was still joking. No, he was dead serious. <laughs> How was the friend verifying? Here's your here's back to you, Kevin. <laughs> I hope you're joking. <laughs> My husband would share little videos he took here and there of him upsetting me with the baby talk. So there are videos. <laughs> including times he tried to initiate sex by whispering <laughs> this baby talk in my ear. I wasn't in any state of undress. Oh, man. I'm going to try that. <sighs> and by seeing us in public, like at the brewery, he got cross with me in the grocery store because I interrupted the recording and almost blew the whole operation. Aw. Blew the whole operation. He wasn't remorseful or apologetic. He thought we were both in on this little joke and that I'd find it hysterical. I asked him, did he understand? We haven't had sex in months. No, it didn't matter. It was all worth it to him. I'm currently on a a 90-day thing, uh, including diet, but I've also... Uh, this is hard for me to say. Quit drinking alcohol. Is it bad that I assumed that you meant Facebook jail? <laughs> yeah, it's totally bad. Yeah. No, I mean, I, that's probably the most common thing when people say 90 days. They're like, oh, Facebook yeah. jail. Right? Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm i really thirsty for a, for a cocktail, and you know, I have a time set, and I will drink again. However, I'm not drinking now. But I saw this story, and uh, my, my liver went, no! This is from Zero Hedge and many other sources as well. The vodka rebellion begins. Canada, U.S. bars, liquor stores remove Russian alcohol from the shelves. Stupid. Because that's totally going to help. I, when when they were um, and they when the United States government was putting Japanese people into internment camps. Did they take anything that could be construed as Japanese food off the shelves? It's a good question. I don't know. I don't you know? know the historical context. Uh, how about during the Cold War, you know, in the 80s, right? Before the Soviet Union fell, right? Did folks take all the Russian goods off shelves, specifically the vodka? No. So it's Christmas Eve, right? With my family, and I have this jar of water. So it's it's water, I'm just drinking it, and my cousin goes, uh, hey, can I can I get a swig of that? And I'm confused, thinking, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're thirsty and you want to. You really need a and sip of water, And then bro. I realize he thinks it's moonshine. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I, I hate to disappoint, but uh, I, I will gladly share my water with you, but it, I don't think that's what you think it is, so... Uh, lame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. guys. Although it would be pretty hardcore. That's a a sizable jar for. And it was like almost empty too. Like I was pounding it all night. Yeah. So that would be pretty impressive. But Do I nope, look blitz to you, bro? I'm just yeah. drinking on water. Yeah. I can... Regarding these uh, liquor stores, though, that are pulling Russian whatever off the shelves, right? Vodka in particular. Sure. Like this is all inventory they've already paid for. Yeah. Double dumb. Right. Right. So you're not hurting the supplier. You're not hurting the Russian people or the Russian government in any way. You're really just hurting your bottom line. Yeah. Unless your plan, when you pull these things off the shelf, is to sell them for cash in the black market at a higher price.
I'm just glad Nikki's was like in support of the guy. Yeah. Lame ass wife. Yeah. Loser. You think, you think she was a little uptight about the whole thing? I mean, I love to joke and say that, but to be completely honest with you, I, I if would, my significant other did that, I would be... Let's, the, let's just say he wouldn't have made it 10 months. Let's put it that way. <laughs> if the gender roles were reversed and this was a wife doing it to a guy, right? And the guy hey. was like, hey, look... If you don't start, you know, talking like an adult, uh, I'm I'm bailing. DDLG, you know, Daddy Dom, little girl. You've got a dump that bitch. I was also thinking it's that my if, Tom Likas, you guys, Tom Likas, anyone? No, familiar okay. with. If if the wife started doing it, she would probably just catch a spanking. Oh, okay, right. Uh, as long as it's consensual. Sure. Because <laughs> babies consent to Otherwise, spankings all the time. You've got to dump that bitch. That's right. It's the Tom Likas show. You've got to dump that bitch. Sure, if you do buy something that's imported from like China, which is well, just about everything Every, these yeah. days, um, it, you know, yes, you are giving money to the Chinese people and the Chinese government, but you're also giving money to whatever government at the location you bought that thing is right there's sales tax on that thing or your city your county your state is going to have some sort of tax on, on the thing as well it's not a totalitarian state oh, oh, I, might be. I don't believe i don't like taxes but at least it's not a totalitarian state neither is the united states of america it's getting there yeah i, I almost beg to differ that it is a totalitarian uh, state you go there's a spectrum and we're close to the end of that see the difference after about a week. And I, I totally get your point. I would 100% rather live in America than, say, China or Russia. Okay. Like, I, I totally get that point. I do think that those governments are worse than the U.S. government, but all governments are bad. Yeah, the There's gr- no grass good is always state. greener. There are there are so many people in China and uh, the Soviet Union, Russia, yeah. uh, you, who are like, I would never live in the United States. I would much rather live here. <laughs> So they don't know the United States if they say that. Please do not be a holes to your local, you know, Russian anything, right? You know, the family down <laughs> the streets, right? The, the <laughs> yeah, you do not want to mess with them. The, Pro the, tip: the, the Russian restaurants, you know, any of the businesses that are not. You know, it, they're the 50-year-old grandma making, you know, latkes, uh, piroshkis or whatever. Yeah, they didn't invade the Ukraine, okay? This is the Russian government. This is not the people. This is not the people down the street from where you live. I've seen a meme that said Adidas will no longer be selling tracksuits in Russia. It's like, yeah, that's totally going to help. And it's ridiculous because this was the same. Like, It's sad that you need to say that. But seriously, people will be super racist like that. And we saw it in the beginning of COVID when people were being super racist to Chinese people. Or Asians, period, because they couldn't tell the difference. Because they can't tell the difference, exactly. So, yeah. Don't be mean. So, public service announcements, don't be mean to somebody that appears to, you know, in your mind, be Russian or Ukrainian or whatever. If you're going to be mean to anyone, be mean to Putin himself. Definitely. Or people who work for government. Yeah. Fair game. So, uh, Jill, our previous caller, during our conversation I had mentioned uh, surveillance and how the Soviet Union of the Cold War era would just be salivating at how much data and tracking goes on. 
I think a lot of people are obsessed with this idea of doing things the correct way, like... Yeah, more brainwashing. Exactly, so it's... Take it to your boss, who takes it to his boss. Well, they're like, oh, he should have went through the proper chain of command, or he should have went the... You know, through the proper roots no, in the, in the justice have. system. No, because that wouldn't have worked. Right. Because the chain of command knows about it and is covering it up already. Exactly. And, and he definitely would, figured that out. So and would have silenced his ass. Yeah. So mm. uh, the man is lucky to be alive. So at any rate, you're being watched in more ways than you know. Whether you're at the grocery store or doing your taxes, it's getting harder to quantify all the ways in which the average person is monitored by the services they interact with on a daily basis. While this is happening all over the world, several new developments show how hard it is to avoid having your data collected or images of yourself analyzed in the U.S. That's partly because there isn't a single sweeping federal law that regulates how companies share, store, or use your personal data, biometric, or otherwise. I disagree Ooh. with that statement. Ooh. Well, because you think there is, or because... No, because I, laws aren't necessary to prevent that from okay, happening. Okay, good. I was going to say, are they actually calling for state involvement to fix this? This is from problem? The Guardian, so... Okay, I, well, know, absolutely. You know, yeah, they, they certainly are very likely to do so. In some recent cases, public pressure has forced some degree of regulatory scrutiny over companies and their surveillance practices. But of course, and I'm not reading, this is me speaking, of course, there's no scrutiny about government surveilling you. So if you have a problem with the company's surveillance program and you call your legislature and they introduce a law, are they now then working for the people? That's a good question. But in lieu of legal limitations, there is seemingly endless number of ways consumers are being monitored on a daily basis. Experts like Gilliard say these casual cases of surveillance are just as troubling, if not part of the same spectrum, as more explicit surveillance systems. I actually don't think there's such a thing as mundane surveillance because it all normalizes it, he says. It habituates people into thinking that surveillance is normal or harmless and that there's a way it can be used that doesn't feature blowback. Like that phrase, well, if you have nothing to hide, then why are you against this, right? Here are just some of the ways surveillance is becoming normalized as part of our daily lives here in the U.S. When you're doing your taxes. Boo! Yeah, which... I think they mean to say if. Earlier in the show, y'all were talking about people throwing away vodka and throwing away Russian things. I, I declared that anyone who doesn't throw away their Russian vodka and pour it down the drain is not a real American. Okay. okay. So let's, let's talk about responsibility here. If you want to be a real American and you want to throw away your AK ammo and your AKs, um, I live in Flintstone, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> My address is... <laughs> I did bring um, I did bring that up earlier. Like they didn't say anything about Russian ammo or Russian, you know, Russian firearms. I'll even pay for the shipping. My account yeah. number is. Yeah, exactly. But no, um, all of these embargoes and all of these trade restrictions. Um, I think that, and I I try not to be too conspiracy conspiracy theory ish. Um, but is is there a legitimate disease called COVID? Yeah, probably. Um, it's it, was it blown out of proportion? Yes. Oh, definitely. But everything from COVID to um, the current global situation, mm -hmm. I think, is pushing one agenda, and that is keeping people from a 
being able to defend themselves. And here's why I think this. So for people that aren't aware, a round of ammunition has four components. It has the projectile, it has the casing, it has the, um, the powder, and then it has the primer. Okay. There's, a, there's a little bit more that goes into it, but those are the four major components. Most people do still to this day watch you know television. They get their news from the television. The it'll you know break in the commercial and it'll be like coming up tonight at six. We'll have this story and it'll be some sensational thing. I hate to give them the idea, but I was thinking you know we did you guys did the story of you know the Ukraine's government handing out ten thousand uh, automatic weapons to the people. Yeah, and I can I can see the gun grabbers. That's a lot. Right, but I can see the gun grabbers going like, "Well, you see, right when you when you need the arms, the government will just give it back to you, so we <laughs> sure. can confiscate it now. No, and then when Idiots. you need when China invades, then we'll just give them back. No, you say no, but why I, not? I, I, no, I, the government I mean, gave citizens guns when the when the citizens needed it I mean, in Ukraine. But can I, I make a point about okay, that? Go ahead. What if you don't know how to use a gun? If you haven't trained with a gun and you're not comfortable with it, having a gun is useless. These liberals, okay. if we yeah. were to hand out guns to them, they wouldn't know how to shoot it, and it would be dangerous. They would, it would be, they would be a danger to society because they wouldn't know safety rules. They wouldn't know how to aim. They, you know, they wouldn't know anything really. Yeah, you just it's point at the Chinese dude in the but, Chinese uniform. And- yeah, I mean, it's not super complicated, but I do think there is something to be said for the importance of training. Apparently, you're being surveilled when you're seeking mental health help as well. The decades-old nonprofit hotline crisis text line is not just collecting your data, but up until last Monday, it was also sharing it with a third-party company called Loris.ai. As Politico first reported, Loris, which crisis text line is a shareholder of, used insight from the text line design customer service software to design customer service software. Though the company said the user data was entirely anonymized. (laughs) I love when companies say that. Okay, prove it. Uh, the company says you can't because it, it's anonymized. Yeah, the company says it scrubs names, addresses, city names, zip codes, and email addresses, URLs, phone numbers, and social media handles. Sure. So the data is useless, right? Yeah. Like why we're trying they, to get demographic yeah. data, people, but we're going to scrub all the demographic data before we share it with you. Yeah. So and apparently, you know, this crisis text line isn't the only uh, organization uh, regarding mental health that does this. Uh, not only surveils you, but you know uses your data and then sells it. I, you're all familiar with all of this. It's just the point is that it's becoming normalized. You have to do it to prove that you're vaccinated, right? Okay. You're being surveilled there, obviously, by any of these apps that they use to do that, or if you fill out any of the uh, paperwork. I think it's just getting easier, right? Because market research is a thing and was a thing. I really feel like a libertarian when war comes around. It really, like, if there's ever a reason for me to be like, oh, my goodness, all these flags and nationalisms and people just want to, like, listen to their mass media and think the other side is literally Hitler, it's this. You know, it's literally this. And I just, my, you know, when I say my thing, um, I think nationalists, like, they get what I'm saying and they get that I'm on the side of, like, the regular people and I don't want people to get bombed. I don't want, you know, people to keep fighting for these things. But, like, when you have spent your whole life listening to, you know, on either side, right, listening to how the other side is literally Hitler, and your side is, like, national pride, and you're, like, the real ones, right? When you hear that, you just want to defend your country, 
And I totally get that feeling, but it's still destructive. Like, do you want to end up like Afghanistan that never, you know, gave in and fight to the last man for the glory, you know, of your homeland? Sure, that's great. But then in the end, your economy sucks versus like imperialism is the current thing that's going on and it sucks. Yes. But China's doing it. U.S. is doing it. And Russia's doing it. And the only reason the Russian operation is so like prominent is because the U.S., knows how to spin it in a way that's like, oh, yeah, we bombed, you know, this and that, and we did that, but, you know, da-da-da. And China just doesn't care. They're just like, oh, yeah, Tibet, you know, Hong Kong, sure, that's our stuff. That's our stuff. Maybe Taiwan, too. If you were a libertarian in the Ukraine right now, though, right, do you, okay. do you fight back against the Russian invasion then? Right? Do you not defend your homeland? You live there. You defend your home, your yeah. community. Understood, but we talked about this earlier. If you're not going to help your neighbors defend theirs, and they're not going to help you defend yours, then you get overrun by the bigger bully anyway. The, it, the, the defense for smaller people, smaller countries, smaller communities yes. has to be collective in the face of a larger enemy. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with any of that. You should gather together with other people to defend your sure. community from whoever the aggressors are. It's self-defense, uh, right? Yes. Understood. But if a Russian invasion is coming through the entire country, right, and you can stop them not in your neighborhood, but by joining the city and town two, you know, two towns over, right, take your guns there so they don't advance to you. Right. Because yeah. should you not do that? At because that they're point, not there yet? I would say at that point, what, what do they say? The enemy of your enemy is your friend? Uh, whatever. At that point, until the threat is over, should it ever be over? Yeah. But like that's what this collectivization and this. You know, uh, the banks, they, they just join and join into larger banks and the telecoms just join and join into large ones. It just causes these large armies to fight. I would suggest instead you could have cities vote periodically as to what country they want to belong to. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.